0: Are you ready?
1: A shot of wrestling episode 200. And wait, wait, yep.
0: Oh, so get a shot, boy. Is that the message you got? We are about to go live, but you're ready to rock. so take a shot. Oh, so take a shot. Oh, yeah. I'm a street breaker. I'm a heart breaker. This is my door. I'm a more razor, brick playing nature boy, about to seek and destroy It's an SOW Let me hear you make no take a shot boy. Is that the message you got? We are about to go live, But you're ready to rock So take a shot
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 200 of A Shot of Wrestling. I am your host, at Michael J. Putty. Can't believe 200 episodes, four years in the making, has led up to tonight. Wow, what a journey it has been. So drinks up, pinkies up, let's have a toast to the little show that could. A Shot of Wrestling, 200 episodes. Yeah, I still remember the show in its infancy. Green Man uh, and I did a show, I think it was called Break the Walls Down. One day he was over in my apartment, we were just drinking randomly, and I had podcast equipment from previous podcasts. He said, hey, let's just do wrestling shows, since we were already talking about wrestling. So we threw a show together, and that was it. Nothing came of that. I still had it somewhere before I lost everything. But then, it wasn't that much longer. He came to me again at my apartment saying, how about you Let's do a wrestling podcast? I'm like, I'm um, okay, yeah. I mean, my stuff was just collecting dust at the time. So we're going over what we want to do, and more importantly, what do you want to call it? You need a cool name. So in a conversation in my kitchen back in my apartment, we're going over names, WrestleMania guys. I thought of a cool one, two-man power trip. It's a badass name, it's already taken. It seems either names weren't cool or catchy, or they were taken already. So uh, I think I asked Green Man if he wanted a shot, and um, that got his gears going, got my gears going, fed off each other, and boom. Here we are, a shot of wrestling. Four years later, 200th episode, and wow, uh, what a journey it's been. Like I said, um, going back, listening to old shows. And see how we've evolved from where we began, little nothing, to where we are now. It's uh, quite a trip. We didn't even know, like, how to do this show. Like, because we could do, it's our show. We could do anything we wanted. And it reminded me when I moved out to my apartment for the very first time, I got all my stuff. I got the plates, I got knives and forks, cups, all that crap. And I just realized, when I, after I watched them, where does it go? I'm, I don't know where to put these things. Because the cabinets are empty. I don't know where they go. And then I realized, they go anywhere I damn well want them to go. This is one of those moments that kind of just blew my mind. That's something you don't think about. Where do you put stuff? Uh, anywhere you want to. And that's what happened with the show. What do we do? Eh, anything we wanted. And we did. We took that ball. We ran with it. For the first nine shows, we played the music in the background. So we picked a random theme song to start the show with. And then we just would go into the show. Well, episode nine, Green Man heard... Fandango's theme song. I mean, this is four years ago. He also remembered I'm a big Conan O'Brien fan and he thought that it sounded like a theme that you could do on a late night talk show. So Green Man decided to start a shot of wrestling like a late night talk show. So he turned Fandango's theme into the entrance of a shot of wrestling and it sounded something like this. And before I start going back and listening to these episodes, the audio quality is horrible. I just wasn't really that well a depth in the use of sound boards and the programs we're using even though i've been a podcast veteran for quite numerous years before i never really had too much experience at the board before yeah the red bull's kicking in now so i try to lower it try to clear the distortion a little bit but just be forewarned lower the audio a little bit before i hit this play button a shot of wrestling episode nine and away we go Coming to you from
2: Omega Studios in New York City, it's a shot of wrestling. On tonight's show, raw cheers and heels. From the vault and diving into divas, I'm the green man. And now, here's your host, Michael J. Honey!
1: Hello there! I gotta talk like you now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> ah, how you doing there, Michael?
1: I'm fantastic. Thank you for that awesome entrance. One of my favorite entrances, yes. for the past nine episodes.
2: I, I figured I'd give you the spotlight for for a little while. For once, um, thank you. You know, you deserve it. You've earned it. It's nine shows.
1: Nine.
2: And we started this in episode yeah. one. I can't believe we would even have made it through four, but nine. Yeah. Damn. Go us. Go us. And and the fan base is just growing. Little by little,
1: thank thank you
2: everybody who's been listening to the show, telling your friends. I mean, get your mom to listen, get your dad to listen, get your brother, sister, aunt, uncle, anyone. Little Jimmy, anybody you
1: want. I think we're the fastest growing podcast in uh, New York City.
2: Very, very fast and growing. And it's all because of you. Because like we said from the beginning, this is a show from the fans and it's to the fans. And that's what it's all about.
1: And the show still is that. On its core, the show is from the fans to the fans, because we are lifelong wrestling fans. So this is just something we used to do at a bar, each other's house, drinking. Now we're doing it, sharing our thoughts with the world. And Green Man couldn't believe we made it to episode 9. Here we are, episode 200. Who would have thunk? Wow. 191 episodes later, here we are. So we used the Fandango theme song for quite a while, until we had a good friend of the show, Erwin, the voice Escobar, a good friend of mine, someone I've done podcasts in the past with, so I figured, this guy's a big name for us. He needs a big entrance. So now, every time Erwin would come on the show, I did random, customized themes, or parodies, if you will. And It started at episode 22, and this song, I got stuck in my head for weeks. So enjoy this earworm way back from episode 22. <laughs> shot of wrestling special episode 22 away oh, we go his name is irwin he loves the new day although he may not have the hair he's still whoosh just like rick flair he used to host his host his own podcast and while he hung up his old mic, he can come back when he likes all in the studio are you serious bro We have the news, the game, cheers and heels. It's time to start the show. It's a shot of, a shot of wrestling. The hottest podcast in New York. It's a shot of, a shot of wrestling. Wrestling's our passion, so sit back and cash in on a shot of, a shot of wrestling. Woo! Hello, friends. (laughs) Uh, I missed that one note amongst many others. That one note at the end killed me. That is great. Well, if you couldn't tell Uh, by our intro, we have... (laughs) I love it! Erwin, the voice, Escobar, coming back. How are you, brother? Hey, what's up, guys? So So
2: we're actually doing a podcast now? We're we're ready to (laughs) go. go, We're in it.
1: (laughs) Jeez. Wow, what an intro. Now, Mark Schwann may say acting is hard. We know it's really hard? Pretending to suck at singing. You know, I'm a karaoke champion, okay? I've won awards numerous times, just once. And to pretend I sound bad at singing, it's not that easy, folks. Kind of strange your vocal cords, because I could come out here and sing a song, no problem. That's not funny. That's not entertaining. So anyway, we did that for episode 22, and the episode's to follow with Erwin, the voice, Escobar. The schedule has changed now. He's busy at night, so it's hard to get him back on. Hopefully we'll get him back on sooner rather than later. Then a couple weeks go by from episode 22. I'm at work and a co worker of mine, my now boss, shows me this video, music video of her cousin named Padiak. It was called The History of WrestleMania Using Emojis, a song we played numerous times in the show, a song that we kind of fell in love with, kind of fell in love with Padiak. So in episode 30, we sat down with him and had an interview. One of our first early on interviews, if not the first one. Back then, Green Man and I both did interviews together. We co- coordinate all our schedules. And this is one of the first early interviews that we did. At the end of it, Paddyack is one of the fastest rappers in the Southwest. Numerous praise. I think it was uh, Ludacris. Uh, don't have that name offhand. But someone gave him high praise. A big name. Loved him some Paddyack Now goes by Andy Savage. So definitely check him out. Our interview was on episode 30. By the end of the interview, he decided to do us a little quick little freestyle rap that we turned into our theme song. So from episode 31, we debuted this new theme song that carried us all the way to episode 99. So let's continue this walk down memory lane and play our old, old theme song. I used to have fun customizing the background music, but this is where it all started. Episode 31. <laughs> a Shot of Wrestling, Episode 31. And away we go. I see a club
0: 3,000 stone come shuttin' and hitting the attitude adjustment. Brothers of destruction, Undertaker, Kane, Sit in the fire or get pooed like Roman Reigns. Get this dude love and you got my back, man. You're so kind and hit that cactus, Jack. It's Yag, the face that runs the place now. So phenomenal and I'm breaking the walls down. You're to get hit. We going off the script. If you don't submit, you get hit with the super kick. We talk that WWE. It's a shot of wrestling with Green Man and MJT.
1: And really, from there, episode thirty to thirty-one is where we kind of hit the ground running. From there, kind of breathe fresh air, new life into the show. Because that when you tuned into the show, yeah, it was on the phone, but you had a customized entrance music, theme song, if you will. Now that many other podcasts have that, we had a customized theme song, entrance music. So thank you to Any Savage Paddyack, something we carried all the way to episode ninety-nine and on episode one hundred. We use a theme song we use now for the past 100 episodes. So thank you for to him. He's a big fan of the show. Big. We do not know where we would be without him. So big shout out. Big props to Annie Savage, Patty Act. Definitely check him out on YouTube and social media. Then we fast forward almost a year later. Episode 72. New Day just had a rap battle against the Usos. It's one of my favorite clips of the show. I played it several other times when I needed some time to kill. Green Man challenged me openly to a rap battle. He thought it would be funny. He thought he would destroy me. He thought I had no shot. Little did he know. So one of my favorite clips, episode 72, then we transitioned over to episode 73, where we got the results. We had some lovely ladies stop by the studio, and we had them be the tiebreaker, to decide who won this rap battle, keeping kayfabe alive. In reality, Green method would be more fun, again, make it more suspenseful, more, make it more interesting. But in reality, counting the votes, I destroyed him. I whipped his ass, and these lovely ladies confirmed it publicly on the radio. So let's go back way way back our last stop on this walk down memory lane to hear me destroy green man in a rap battle and remember he challenged me so he brought this upon himself
2: michael j putty is time it's green thistle in the house and i'm ready to tear it down tear you a new one here we go uh uh I'm the green man and I'm here to say This show is better without Michael J Ha, he may have the news and the chatter But without the green man, MJP doesn't matter I spit the truth and that's for certain You're just a lonely man who's heading back to being a virgin That may have cut deep, but it's the deepest you've been Last time you got laid, you used a thimble just to protect your tip Riddle me this, riddle me that your last day rejected you on Tinder, and that's a fact. <laughs> you posted your profile, and it was dull. The last time you got play, WCW Nitro was live from the mall. Uh yeah.
1: Okay. Love it. This guy called Green Man is so damn whack. I should just go as vacant how he is in the sack. This dude's so stupid, ugly, and gay. Bitch couldn't get off watching a lesbian three-way. Remember when you quit this show and tried to make it on your own? It's funny, without me you're nothing, yet I'm better off alone. You went nowhere fast, you thought people would be starstruck? Hopefully you realize now, Putty's the man, you're just a dumb fuck.
2: Oh shit, man. Get a little beast in my voice, son. I'm gonna knock you out. Here we go who the hell are you trying to step to me you're worse than emilina who only made it through one episode on tv cena the miz they may be great but fuck sack right that dude is fake i own this shit it's all mine stop trying to rap on the green man's dime now it's time to bring this to an end you're broke as fuck and you lay on
1: cartons just to go to bed uh Ooh, a good one Just shut your mouth and know your role Your jealousy makes you green Even you're looking like a troll Ring rats, boulevard, bullies Are they your new homies? You fit right in Y'all just a bunch of jabronis You sit there drinking your cheap-ass beer from the bodega While you should be on your hands and knees Thanking me for letting you in the studios of Omega So do what you do best Uh And crown me a fucking river Hopelessly lost in this rap battle Can't even fucking deliver
2: Wow Wow, alright, alright Wow, you're back asking for more So sit back and relax And make some s'mores You are on this show because I let it You're here on Raw one more time Boy, you're gonna get it you rep the dolphins in the mats Which means you're blind It could be the reason you just learned how to fucking drive Dude, I'm Sasha Banks of this bitch I'm the boss who's gonna give you your fucking pink slip Michael J. Putty is so deserving, <laughs> of this ass beaten, of this ass beaten. I'm making you fucking earn it. Now it's time for my final line, so listen up closely, nigga. I peeked in your drinks so stay thirsty, homie.
1: Oh, easiest way of my life. Backstreet Boys are back. Apparently they were never gone. You check this out. You ever notice when you talk, I start to yawn? For real though, your raps are nauseating. They're making me very sick. I guess we don't see eye to eye, man, cause your head's out my dick. <laughs> Yo, that's it. I'm done with my rhyme. Eminem just gave me a contract. Where do I sign? That's all, folks. There ain't no doubt. I'm through representing. Much love. Putty out.
2: Oh, shit. Easier, wow. Easiest, easiest one my
1: life.
0: <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Who won? Who's there? You decide.
2: So, final thoughts as we're bringing it to a close. Last week on episode 72, we had a rap battle between Michael J. Potty and Green Fizzle. And um, it came down to a tie. When we ta- counted all the texts and the votes, it was a tie. And um, so we need, we need a deciding factor.
1: Yeah, recount on
2: so, that. One. So, uh, Erica and Lady J are in the house to decide who is the winner. Of episode seventy-two, shot of wrestling rap battle between Michael J. Putty and Green Fizzle. Ladies, take it away. Any thoughts? You've you've heard it. We've got thoughts. (laughs) (laughs) Well, all right. Maybe they're not ready to decide who won. So let me hear your thoughts.
3: We're ready to decide, but we have plenty of thoughts. So give us your thoughts. Let's start out with great effort, Green Man. (laughs) Green Fizzle. However. The content. You, you suck. The, the content. That's, cons- That's good. That's good. Okay. The content was not there. You were awful.
2: Ladies, what are you? What are you doing to me? Okay.
3: So you you might have a flow. Have but flow. it's it's flow for show. Did he? Yeah, but so so does a period. It doesn't oh. make it good.
2: <laughs> Talk about who got lines up in yeah. this bitch. You got a new entrance, oh, huh? Shit. Wow, they got a couple haters. Now, Michael J. Putty, that's what you go by here, right?
1: Yeah, and everywhere else. So
2: um,
3: he may not have a rhythm, but he definitely had much better lyrics. Thank you. He had bars. That's right. Oh, bars. That's right.
1: All right,
2: ladies, so chime in. The winner of Episode 72 Rap Battle is?
3: Hands down, no question about it, Michael J. J. Putty.
1: Thank you, ladies. I I swear. Thank you, ladies. You guys forgot who got you drunk here tonight? Smoys. You
2: sucked, and and Michael kicked your ass.
1: Thank you. I did kick your ass. I told him that. He didn't believe me. Excuse me. Three times. Oh! It wasn't even close. You're at the end there. Three rounds. Total knockout. TKO. Ah, That was a good time. Well, that was fun. Some good times. Then a couple months later, on episode 100, 100 episodes ago, was Green Man's Last show, as a full time weekly host of this show, he stepped out to devote more time to his family and his young son. So, from there, we didn't do another co host search. This is Green Man's second time leaving. We decided to just forge on ahead myself and have an open, rotating door policy, so to speak, of who fills in this co host chair. Started with episode 101 with our first female co host, our first and only to this date, I believe, Melissa, episode 101. Then we had Pete Rosado join us a couple times. We had Erwin come back, The Voice, a couple times. There's an open, rotating list of guest hosts. Most of it was did by myself. So I'm going to give myself a big pat on the back. You know, if it really wasn't for me, the show wouldn't be at episode 200. So props to me, the stalwart of a shot of wrestling. Anyway, I digress. Then, of course, later on, we had Mark Schwann come do a guest hosting spot. And uh, he just stuck around. Couldn't get rid of him. So that was the last 100 episodes in a quick recap. Now can I forget Boardwalk Beatdown, going down to Atlantic City, part of standalone wrestling, meeting all these guys, and all these le- women, all these legends, meeting Maven, having her own booth there. So God knows how many pictures have been taken with James Ellsworth with our logo in the background. Ah, it's been a great, great wild ride. I'm looking forward to the next 100 episodes. Again, I can't imagine what they have in store. we me take taking a little walk down memory lane. Let's do one more. Let's go way, way, way back to where it all started, episode one. <laughs> A Shot of Wrestling, Episode 1, Season 1, and away we go. Hello, and welcome to the show. I am... Michael J. Putty, and along with me every week is one of the brightest characters in the WWE universe. He's not mean, and he certainly is not lean, but he is green, able, the green man, Villamar.
2: Thank you so much for that introduction, my man. It is so nice to be here in a penthouse right outside New York City. We're looking at the New York City skyline from up here, and wow, it is beautiful. I can't wait to go over what we have for you here in store tonight because it is a lot of great information. This week has been full of great wrestling entertainment. What do we got tonight, Green Man? Well, shall we start with the news? I mean, this podcast is from the fans for the fans. It's all about that water cooler talk back in the day where there were those water coolers. Now it's the Facebook talk. Pretty much. You know, so let's go to the news.
1: All right, here we go.
2: It's time for In the News
3: with Michael J. Putty.
1: Oh, and by the way, totally excitement about episode two hundred and fourth year anniversary. I totally forgot to talk about my birthday. You know, I'm not a big birthday person. I mentioned that last show. But a friend of mine texted me saying, I'm going to be around your neighborhood Wednesday. Instead of me going back to Long Island right away, let's go out for some dinner, maybe some drinks and just kill some time. am like, all right, that sounds good. So he picked me up. We're going to the bar and uh, he mentioned it's for my birthday. I didn't even, wasn't even thinking he was taking me out for my birthday. I was just thinking he wanted to kill some time and hang out. He was nice enough to take me out to dinner and some drinks for my birthday. So really appreciated that. Get me out of the house. He's one of the guys I go to WrestleMania with every year. So we're able to put our brains together to try to figure out what's going on for WrestleMania. He's looking into hotels that are near the stadium. So we can just walk to the stadium that we did in down in New Orleans. But hotels are very expensive. The further you get away from the stadium, the cheaper they are. I guess that makes sense. But then you have to add in, you got to rent a car. So do you want to get a cheap hotel and a car for what you could get for just a hotel and a quick little walk? So that's where we're at now in the WrestleMania staging. I'm waiting for my tax return to come in. Then I got to hit the ground running because, you know, time's ticking. But a good friend of our show, Andrew, over at Wrestling IQ 101, we met down in Atlantic City's Boardwalk Beatdown. He's going to the WrestleMania. And he got a hotel for like 30 bucks. A night. Don't want to know what the hotel looks like, but it's like an over an hour away. So then you got incorporate renting a car. has adds the price up. Ugh. And I never plan a trip myself. Usually Green Man does it, or my friend's been doing it last couple of years. So uh, wish me luck, folks. Wish me luck. I'm not recording the show Sunday, the same day we're posting it. Very busy day for me. Oh, I'm already tired. Can't wait to go to bed. Because Saturday night, I had to be home. So Saturday afternoon, a friend of mine took me out for lunch. Ended up coming back to my house and just Having a couple of drinks, hanging out, watching some TV, playing some video games, and uh, again, not thinking about it. He wanted to do it for my birthday. It was so overall, you know, I wasn't too optimistic about my birthday this year. But thanks to them, you know, I had a pretty good birthday. So shout out to those guys. Appreciate it. Thank you for everybody who texts and Facebook messages. Although text, I think is more personal. No, I mean you are sitting on the toilet he sees my birthday, you'll shoot me a message. But to text, isn't it more personal? Do you guys feel it's more personal to text or do you think Facebook messaging? is the same as text messaging. Eh, just let me know, at Mugget Putty. But anyway, for the 200th time, let's get into some news. Like I mentioned, it is Sunday, which means it is the day after AEW's revolution. During an interview with Newsweek, Cody Rhodes said how he feels. Revolution could be their WrestleMania. Saying, and I quote, a lot of people ask us, what's your WrestleMania? What's your big event? We never designated one event as the big event out of our four pay-per-views, but just kind of going with my guttest feeling and seeing the marketing element I think Revolution may end up being the big one. If I'm wrong, that means one of the others is going to be the big one, and so be it. But I have just such a good feeling about February 29th. And from what I heard, what a show it was. Just mentioned I couldn't make the viewing party, so if you were able to go to Buffalo Wild Wings, hang out with Jimmy J and the Green Man, hope you guys had fun. Hope you guys had a good time. It was a good turnout, great food, great element, great atmosphere. So we used to do viewing parties last year. I think it was 2019. And again, it's the same... You can either sit down on your couch, watch pay-per-view, or you can go to the bar, hang out with wrestling rowdy fans, and get into debates, cheer along with people, boo other people. It's more fun atmosphere, so you get a chance to come out to our next viewing party, which will be for the Elimination Chamber at Buffalo Wild Wings of Forest Hills. There's no parking. Parking sucks, so check out your subway maps or bus maps to see how you can get there via public transportation to save yourself a big headache. But going to AEW Revolution, in the pre-show we saw... Dark Order's Evil Uno and Stu Grayson defeat SCU's Frank Kazarian and Scorpio Sky. Now, following the match, they laid a beating on those two guys, but Colt Cabana made a surprise appearance and attempted to make the save. Chicago's own Colt Cabana After the show, Tony Khan commented, saying, and I quote, he signed here. My discretion, like a lot of people who are signed here, Colt can work other places. Cabana then commented on Twitter, as Tony Khan said last night, I'm signed with AEW Wrestling I've had different goals and ideas throughout my career in wrestling right now to be involved on a national TV show and product with my friends and equals. it's all I can ask for. This will be fun. Thanks. So props to AEW for signing Colt Cabana, keeping it a secret. I haven't heard anything about Colt Cabana going to AEW. My thumb is on the pulse of the wrestling news industry, folks. So props to them. And of course, in your main events, John Moxley defeated Chris Jericho to become the second ever AEW world champion. It's been revealed Chris is going on tour with Fozzie, doing a bunch of stuff in the summer, so... From what I heard, people expected Chris Jericho to drop the title later on. So they decided to do it now. That was a little swerve. So congratulations to John Moxley. And congratulations to me for getting his name right. You usually call him Dean Ambrose. So let's see what the John Moxley era of AEW. The second ever champion. Good for him. Let's see what the future holds there. And staying on the topic of AEW, they announced during Revolution, the March twenty fifth edition of Dynamite will be titled Blood and Guts and it'll feature a match similar to War Games. So if you're an AEW Dynamite fan, like Mark Schwann, You'll definitely want to check that out. Also, before Revolution, Cody Rhodes revealed this tattoo on his neck. Have you guys seen this? I'm assuming you guys have by now. The a new nightmare family tattoo on his neck. It's huge and ugly. I mean, the, the image itself is cool, but on his neck? And even in the picture, the face says, What the fuck did I just do? But, uh, oof. I might be a fan of neck tattoos or even face tattoos. I know Post Malone does that, these face tattoos, but I just sound like a boomer right now. But I'm not the only one who's not a fan of his tattoo. His beautiful wife, Brandy, also chimed in after A.W.'s revolution, admitting she's not a fan of it, saying, and I quote, I'm the one person that does not like neck tattoos. I don't like it. I've said it. There it is. I know a lot of wives like to be really hands on. My, my husband makes decisions on his own. He's allowed to make his own decisions. So if I decide to do something crazy, he can just let me make my own decisions. So I guess turnabout's fair play. I wonder what she has in mind. And How do you get revenge on a neck tattoo? A big, gaudy neck tattoo. You can't hide that. You can put a scarf on. But it's close to the jawline. So if he's wearing a button-down shirt, you're gonna, still going to see it. Ugh, what a mistake that was, in my opinion. I'm not a tattoo person, but whatever. Moving on. Also, in this past week's edition of AEW Dynamite, we saw former ring announcer, Gary Michael Capetta. Made a surprise appearance due to the weigh-in between Chris Jericho and John Moxley. Gary Michael Capetta, I met him a couple times. He's a great guy to talk to. So much wrestling knowledge. So many stories to tell. He has a book out. I think he's doing a tour about now. He's definitely got a chance to see Gary Michael Capetta any... Con or Expo, you definitely want to check him out. Or go back to Podbean, go into our archives, episode eighty nine, Gary Michael Capetta sat down with a shot of wrestling. Talk about everything in his career. One of my favorite interviews to date. So definitely check it out. So AW had Revolution, WWE had Super Showdown. Now some big news happened. And I'm not just talking about the Ms. Morrison becoming tag team champions. Oh something else happened. And I could talk about it. I could talk about what it means. But we open the phone lines to you. And we have a new listener. So one, thank you for listening. And two, hope it isn't your last time dialing it up 619-343-3005. Again, the hotline's always open. We'd love to hear your comments, get involved in the conversation. Let's hear what he had to say about Super Showdown.
3: Hey, a shot of wrestling podcast. My name is Victor. I'm calling from New Jersey. So about this Goldberg and Bray Wyatt thing, the only thing that makes sense is they want Goldberg to face Roman and say, who's the king of the spear? And then Bray get revenge on John Cena for past crap. And it doesn't make sense. The OC won in Saudi Arabia like they already did. Undertaker just feuded with AJ Styles and it started to begin. So now it's going to be the OC and AJ versus Taker. Fucking Owens or whoever they want to put in there and Alistair Black. And that's going to be the triple threat probably Mania. If they don't want to do Undertaker and AJ alone, it doesn't make sense. Miz and Morrison's good. Garza is good. Seth Rollins and Murphy, no shock there. Mansoor, no shock there. Brock, nobody thought Brock was going to lose. Roman won. They kept him away from the title. That's good. Bailey won. That's good. Goldberg and Bray, unless they plan to do something with Bray like retiring, Cena, this doesn't make sense. Anyway, Shot of Wrestling Podcast. You guys are awesome. I'm a brand new fan. I'm going to be listening to every episode from now on. You guys take care. See you later. Bye.
1: Well, Victor from New Jersey. Again, welcome to the show. Thanks for listening. Thanks for getting involved in the conversation. Thanks for dialing it up, 619-343-3005. And remember, when you're here, you're family. And you're not alone, my friend. A lot of people were confused. A lot of people were pissed off. The internet blew up when Goldberg defeated Bray White to become the new universal champion. I was surprised. I was at work, wasn't watching the show. And I got the notification from Bleacher Report or WWE's app. I forgot which one it was offhand. Telling me that Goldberg won. A little bit surprising. Then I found out their thought process on it. And it kind of made sense to me. I wasn't never a fan of Bray Wyatt going against Roman Reigns at WrestleMania because you figured they would give the title to Roman Reigns. And that's the case. He's going to get booed out of the building, and then you're back to where you were before he had to leave to treat with his leukemia. People booing Roman Reigns out of the building everywhere he goes. You you guys don't want that. You finally have a fresh start here. People are cheering Roman Reigns. He's somewhat where you want him to be. If you beat Bray Wyatt at WrestleMania, you're going to get the same reaction you did at the Royal Rumble a couple years ago. So prevent that from happening, They put the belt on Goldberg. So now it's Goldberg versus Roman Reigns. As Victor mentioned, it's going to be the spear versus spear. As we found out on SmackDown, it's going to be Bray Wyatt going against John Cena. To me, that doesn't really make too much sense. I mean, John Cena should have no problem doing the job to him, so Bray Wyatt's going to go over there. I found out uh, Paul Heyman has his hands in this because it's going to be a big feud between Bray Wyatt and Roman Reigns going into SummerSlam. That should be a lengthy program back and forth. Then what do you do with Roman Reigns? I mean, everyone's going to cheer... Bray Wyatt, of course. Everyone loves Bray Wyatt, so does is it going to be face-versus-face? Is Bray Wyatt going to act like a heel and people cheer him more? So I'm curious to find out what the future holds after WrestleMania, when you're officially on the road to SummerSlam, I guess. But yeah, you know, my brother watched the show Sunday morning, and he said it was actually pretty good. Overall, the show was pretty good, so i have some time this week. I might check it out myself. But everybody lost their minds when Bray Wyatt lost at Hell in a Cell, and everyone's losing their minds now. I get it, what happened with Bray Wyatt a couple years ago when he won the belt and lost it, what, a month later, and they buried him. I don't see that happening with The Fiend. I don't think you fans will let that happen to The Fiend. He's a big, merchandise seller. He's very popular on social media. Everyone's loving him. So I think he's okay. I think we're okay here. Too quick to press the panic button. He'll beat John Cena, and he'll be fine going there, and he'll probably win the belt back at SummerSlam. So you Fiend fans, just take a breath. Relax. Sit back. Too soon to panic. Speaking of WrestleMania, Dave Meltzer reported some update on tickets. WrestleMania 36 is not yet sold out. There are thousands of tickets left on the primary market. Sales are in track to range starting about $39. I will be looking at those. The top section of the Amalia Arena in Tampa Bay isn't even opening for the Hall of Fame ceremony. There are still tickets left for that event. The Raw after Mania is down from previous years' ticket sales, with about 35% of the upper deck being made available and a few lower sections being closed off. You can get tickets on the secondary markets for about $33. And that's the Raw After Mania. Everyone loves the Raw After Mania. Her little birdie telling me that Nia Jax might make a return then, so definitely looking forward to that. Are you guys heading to WrestleMania? Who's going? Let me know. You want to hang out with me? You want to hang out with Andrew from Wrestling IQ 101? Let us know. Dial it at 619-343-3005 or on our social medias. Or if you are from Tampa... Let me know the hot spots, because as of right now, I don't see anything to do in Tampa. Tampa seems very boring right now. So if you've got something in mind, know the dark, hole-in-the-wall places that are more fun. The untouristy spots is something we always like to go to. Let us know. Inbox at com, please. Thanks. So another news, thinking about my trip to Tampa Bay for WrestleMania, something that didn't cross my mind, the coronavirus. apparently, is causing major problems across the globe. And now even big sporting events are thinking about canceling certain shows. Due to the risk posed by this virus, New Japan Pro Wrestling has decided to cancel a number of events due to the outbreak. The events affected range from March 1st to March 15th, at the recommendation of the Japanese Ministry of Health, saying, and I quote In light of the recommendation made on February 26th by the Japanese Ministry of Health connected to the new coronavirus, COVID 19, New Japan Pro Wrestling has arrived at the decision to cancel all live events scheduled between Saturday, March 1st, and Sunday, March 15th. So, if you guys have tickets for those, those tickets will still be good. So, once they reschedule it, hold on to those tickets. They'll let you in. Now I have to think about this coronavirus going down to Tampa Bay. People coming from all over the world to celebrate WrestleMania. And uh, breaking news Sunday night, a confirmed case of coronaviruses here in New York City in Manhattan. Oh, God, I'm going to get sick, aren't I? People stay away from me. I'm going to start living in a bubble. (sighs) Even Stephanie McMahon was asked about this, and she said they're doing their best to keep an eye on the situation. And they definitely want to endanger not only their fans, but their workers and staff as well. So how crazy is this little virus going, huh? Jesus Christ, hopefully this gets better sooner rather than later. In other news, Impact announced this week that Impact World Champion Tessa Blanchard will defend her championship against Taya Valkyrie on the upcoming episode of Impact Wrestling, Tuesdays on Access TV. The first time ever, two women going for the Impact World Champion, and I think, maybe wrong here, two women going for the World Champion of any organization. So, publicity stunt, maybe, strides being taken to advance women in wrestling, possibly whatever side of the coin you land on should be a great match. Looking forward to it. And staying on the subject of beautiful women, Hall of Famer Sonny is set to be released from prison next month according to a police report seen by Pro Wrestling Sheets. She'll be released on March 25th, 2020 on parole. She has been behind bars for like almost a year now due to guilty pleas surrounding a number of drunk driving cases. So, hopefully she has the help she needs. Hopefully she's clean now and um, if you need help, like I always tell her, I'm always here for you. Hit me up. You know. We got this. Good luck to her. And of course, I can't end the news without mentioning the XFL. Ratings dropped for week three, but attendance was up for a third week in a row. Games were down 21.8% from the previous week, down 48 from week one. But attendance is up for the third straight week. Overall attendance is 81,942, which is up 93 from the previous week. So congratulations to them. And week four just wrapped up pretty recently with the Tampa Bay Vipers shutting out the D.C. Defenders. D.C. Defenders started off hot. Now what's going on with them? They even made a change of quarterback. But congratulations to the Vipers for picking up their first victory. Congratulations to the Houston Roughnecks for remaining undefeated. What a game that was. The Texas throwdown they were billing it as. Houston Roughnecks versus Dallas Renegades. A little sloppy. But that was a very fun match to watch, though. If you haven't seen the XFL yet, definitely check it out. It's fun to watch. The on-field talent is there. So just sit back and relax and enjoy some springtime football. But that's it here in the news. mentioned in the beginning of the show, episode 30, we interviewed Patty Ack, Andy Savage, my boss's cousin showed me this video. Showed Abel, we both loved it. Ended up coming on the show, and he's been doing our theme songs for the last 170 episodes now. Let's go back to where it all began—the same video, the history of WrestleMania that got us to partner up with Patty x So, take it away, Andy Savage.
0: Uh huh. It's about that time of the year. Trim a whole life for this moment. Lights, camera action. Now you bring it the opponent as a music. hits, walking through the curtains like I own the place. One thing's for certain, I will put my skills up on display. It's the macho man with the elbow drop from the top, rope, slap a knocker, and you're just lost with the one, two, three. Smell what I'm cooking. I'm the people's champ. Get a of ass whooping. so can I get a hell yeah, hell yeah. Now put two middle fingers up in the air. Cause stone cold head, so. Can you take it sucker? Kick to the shin and a stone cold stunner. Hotter than the SummerSlam, Rob Van Dam, Frog flash like Eddie on top of man Table ladder, chairs, Royal Rumble, steel cage, main event at WrestleMania on the biggest stage. I can do it, yes, I can prove it. Can I get a yes chant, Daniel Bryan moving? Raw is war, this is my home. Paul Bearer, Undertaker with the Tombstone. Street Breaker, F5, Heartbreak kids singing Sweet chin. Gen- the bull Boy Smith, the bulldog had a British bopper. That's a beat. Take the sergeant, one slaughter bit by Jake's sake. The glass breaks today. Here to Japan, Yokozuno on no steamboat. pocket talk, man, living on the razor's edge like razor bro moon. I'm a million dollar man and from places unknown is the ultimate warrior. They say I'm Mr. Perfect, like to show off. Cane's fighters in the furnace, so don't your rolling shut your mouth before you hit my bottom. We want tables. Yes, we got him. The Dudley's been my boy since the ECW days. Yelling out, this is my house like Page. Michael Hayes, DDT from DDP. It's a diamond cutter, take a trip to suplexity. Straight styling, profiling, jet flying, limousine riding. So Ric Flair with it, can I get a hoo? <gasps> or else Papa Stronger gon' do the blue Fourth quarter D Generation X, 4999, can you tell me
1: who's X? You know I can't forget, man, I got love for divas. The real champs here, move over
0: John Cena. It's WrestleMania time. Patty oh
4: It's time for this week's TV Takedown.
1: All right, folks, we're getting into some TV that happened this week. Not really much happened. We can go into it. I can talk about the Drew McIntyre interview on Raw. I thought it was pretty good. Impact announced they're bringing back their gut check. Basically, it's almost like they're tough enough, and it sounds like it's more in-depth and a longer, almost like a series now. The gut check is when they kind of try to discover new talent. Like I said, they're tough enough, and now it's going to be on Impact Plus, their streaming service. Of course, Gut Check is most notably known for fighting Joey Ryan. That's where Joey Ryan came from was Gut Check. So if you have Impact Plus, definitely check it out. It Look, looked good. They aired a clip of it. looked rather interesting. Then on in SmackDown, John Cena came out saying he didn't want to take a spot away from WrestleMania to those who deserved it. And what happens, He ended up taking a spot away from somebody on WrestleMania. That just, the whole thing was seemed weird to me. You know, I just didn't like the hypocrisy of it. But that's all TV this week. What I really want to talk about is the end of Black History Month something we didn't really touch on at all in the past four weeks. That's my bad. WWE used to, in the previous years, air these little tribute packages to certain legends in the African-American community. They didn't do it this year. They haven't done it last year. I think last year is when they did the whole Chip to Selma and the museum in Alabama. But I'm bringing it up now is because on WWE Backstage, Booker T and Mark Henry sat down to basically talk about Black History Month and their stories of how they came up in the business and what happened to them and how they're trying to give back now to the people coming up now because what these guys have now they didn't have back when they were coming up in the 90s and it was just a conversation a segment that i just got drawn into wish it went on longer love to hear these two guys talk about it in more length then i also found out the w backstage numbers the ratings are very low didn't even crack the top cable top 150 or 250 whatever the number is so which means most of you didn't hear this conversation so my subtle Way to honor Black History Month. I'm going to replay that conversation to Mark Henry and Booker T. And I hope you guys enjoy it as much as I did.
3: We're lucky enough to have a pair of African-American superstars right here in the building that have achieved incredible success, including winning the world title. Now, as Black History Month comes to a close this week, we had to have these two talk about their journeys and where things are headed. So now let's head things on over to Book and Mark.
5: Thank you, Renee, so much, Book. We love you. Here we are. (laughs) two people that have reaped the benefits of african-american wrestlers that
4: have transcended no but we made it we made it that's 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 the most important thing uh the journey yeah yeah
5: Yeah. I, i love the journey and but i can't just talk about my journey i have to talk about people like ernie ladd who told me from the beginning he said mark you, you're doing great things, and they're they're doing things with you that has never been done with African American talent. Don't mess it up for everybody after you. Yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs> you know, it, it was a little different for me. Um, you had. Ernie Ladd, and you was a Olympic-caliber athlete. Right. Um, like you say, you did get that groundbreaking deal like no other. Um, but I was just a kid from South Park, man, uh, you know, sneaking to the other side of town, acting like a wrestler, you know, to be hanging with, you know, guys that, you know, my friends would think I was crazy, you know. But I remember Ox Baker, you know, told me first time he saw me um, in the Sam Houston Coliseum, he said, man, kid, you know, can I talk to you? I said, yeah. He said, man, you got a lot of talent. He said, you can make it to the next level and make a lot of money in this business. He said, but you're going to have a lot of obstacles. He said, and he didn't tell me what those obstacles were. Well, I knew exactly what he was talking about. He said, but you got to figure um, how to get over. Around, under, sometimes you got to go straight through that obstacle. He said, but with your talent, I think you can do it. And I think Ox Baker set me, um, set me straight from the beginning, as well as Tiger Conway. He said, oh, you got to know how to be champion in the ring as well as out of the ring all the time. You got to represent that and I remember that.
5: Tiger Conway, I met him early in my career. He said, you make that promoter. Know that you're going to be on time. Yeah. You make that promoter know that he can rely on you. Yeah, yeah. And when he feels like he can rely on you, then he's going to put you in segments that mean something. Moment, give you the the moments to make yourself a better wrestler. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was fortunate enough to be in the nation. And I had Ron Simmons and Godfather that really were veteran wrestlers. And Dwayne and myself and D'Lo, we were along for the ride for a minute, but because of their teachings and because of the blessings that they gave us, we were able to rise up and become our own individual. Everybody that was in the nation Mm -hmm.
4: left the nation and became something better yeah you know uh, for me i had my brother you know my brother yep. stevie ray watching my back and you know winning the world championship wasn't ever a thought in my mind not one time you know but my brother he used to always tell me um man you are prolific you know what i mean yeah. i didn't even know what that, that word meant you know what i mean but he used to say man you are prolific you are better than every one of these guys in the locker room and i remember a guy by the name of Garrick capetti he say book you know one day you're going to be the world champion and i say, "Man." You know, I never really thought about it. I just want to be the best guy in the locker room. I knew I was representing for a lot of kids that that looked at professional wrestling, didn't see a lot of guys like us beating up anybody. So I say, I want to be the best guy in the locker room. And by doing that, the world championship just came along with it. You know, uh, we talk about blessings and having support systems.
5: Uh, I've tried my best to be the the support system for NXT for the Performance Center and yeah. the developmental wrestlers. And, uh, you know, you can see this picture right here of how many talents are in the developmental system right now. Yeah. That did not exist for us, Booker. No, it didn't. Like, you know, we we talk about, you said there were three or four wrestlers at WCW. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there were three or four black wrestlers in the WWE at the time. Uh, eight total, I guess, mainstream pro wrestlers. And now this is the future. But you know what? You know what? Bianca
4: Belair is the cream of that crop to me. You know what though? Uh uh you could you could give yourself a pat on the back for that. You know, I, I know I can give myself a pat on the back for that because we made young people like Bianca Belair and all of that whole crew right there, say, hey man, if Booker T can do it, if Mark Henry can do it, yeah. it's possible for us. So that, I think, uh, is what this thing is, is about. Really and and awesome. that's
5: exposure. Yeah, yeah. Having yeah.
4: exposure
5: to people that you can pick their brain and tangible, put your hands on, and say, can you help me? I say, if you are willing to put the work in, and you're willing to work and be first and leave late
4: and be reliable, I'll vouch for you. Go get it. That's that's what it's all about. Um, Your word. Is your rep. Yeah. Um, I, and I tell people all the time, you know, um, if you, if you can't, if you can't live up to that, I don't want you around me. I, I got a, a small company and I got so many young kids that, that want to get in this business and have what we call a half of a chance because that's the only thing you get in this business is a half of a chance. And that's just getting your foot in the door. Once you get your foot in the door, it's all up to you after that. Right. You got to go out there and shine like new money, baby. <laughs> and so for me, you know, that's all I was looking for, man, was an opportunity. All I was looking for. With a chance to go out there and show exactly how good I could possibly be one day. Man, look, this is, we could sit here all night and talk about
5: the future and talk about how the past groomed us. Uh, But we want to right now thank
1: Fox. Uh, Thank y'all very much backstage for this moment. Again, a great interview, two greats. And again, I lost all my stuff I had on my laptop, which had those clips WWE used to play. And uh, I have to go back and reload for next year. But I just felt that conversation was something a lot more people should have heard than they did who watched backstage. So I'm hoping you guys enjoyed that. And definitely check out WWE Backstage. It's very fun. It's very entertaining. On Fox Sports 1, Tuesdays at 11. Replayed throughout the week. So if you missed it, it's on like a million times. But moving on, it's time to almost wrap things up. Episode 200. And where do we start? The first thing coming out of the gate after episode 200 is BWF's. Once upon a time in the Bronx, me and Mark Schwann will be there ringside providing color commentary, as always. Again, mentioned earlier, something I never would have thought would happened in a million years. A sentence I never thought would come out of my mouth. Me doing commentary, another opportunity provided to us, thanks to this show. Over the past two hundred years, many more opportunities, hopefully still to come. But in BWF, March seventh in the Bronx, tickets still available. The links are in my social media bios. Definitely. Want to get them while you can. Last show was sold out. They were standing room only. So you make sure you want to get a seat in this one. The Battle Bowl series continues with Zoltan, who kind of held hostage the former, former GM shotgun Shane Adams to get involved into this tournament. So I don't know why they're still allowed with the new GM, new regime, Astro Morales taking over, but Zoltan will take on Sambo. show. Brother Greatness will defend his Cruiserweight Championship against Chris Dealer. I don't even know how Brother Greatness... Can defend it. He got his ass beat last show. I don't know if he's going to be able to defend it. And in the Fatal 4-Way Cruiserweight Challenge, we got Sebastian Cage, JD Alpha, Josh Clyde, and a mystery opponent. Hmm, who could that be? Take a guess. Let us know on our social medias. And is it the end of year awesome? Johnny Santos attacked Matt Awesome at the last show. So Johnny Santos versus Matt Awesome one-on-one. This grudge match has been brewing for a while. Finally boiled over. Definitely want to check that out. And for the BWF Tag Team Champions. Er, sorry. BWF Two Man Faction Championship. We got BX Strong. Team 2 good. Ace Andrews and Big Cuzo, Going against the Sad Susan Squad. Eric Jaden and Rick Recon. Again, I don't know why they're invo- getting a title opportunity. If they're still in this tournament to earn a title opportunity. So it just makes no sense. But... It's probably Shotgun's doing on his way out the door. But whatever. Should be a good match. I'm assuming BX Strong will retain here. Mark Sean calling me out. Wants to make a wager on his social medias. I'm very confident in my team. BX Strong will destroy the Sad Susan squad. So name your price, buddy. Name your price. Hit me up. At Michael J. Putty. You know where to find me. And Dominic De Niro will defend against the former champion, TJ Marconi. This rivalry has been... Gotten really personal, really bitter over the last couple of weeks if you're following them on social medias. So this match is definitely one you want to watch. Tickets still available. Check out my social medias for the links. And uh, speaking of BX Strong, my man Big Cuzo wanted to congratulate us on episode 200. So Big Cuzo, take it away. You're listening to yours truly, the Barricade himself, Big Cuzzo,
5: Just wanted to congratulate Charlotte Wrestling and the main man himself, Michael J., The Putty, or the Michael, the J, I just want to put the word the in there, because you deserve the the, 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 exactly, thank you, congratulations on your 200th episode, I don't know how you do it, and it's just going to be too good.
1: So shout out to Big Kuzo, thanks for stopping by and saying your nice words, I think you're right, I think I should start referring to myself as the Michael J. Putty, it's a nice ring to it, might steal that from you big man, but moving on, last week episode 199, I played a bunch of voicemails we received the last couple of weeks from the friends we made along the way, wishing us congratulations. But this last voicemail I have here is from the Hollywood assassin himself, Mark Schwan. He missed episode 199 because he was recovering from those third-degree burns at the hands of Ace Andrews. Couldn't make it this week. He didn't want to be silenced for another week. He dialed it up, 619-343-3005, and had this to say.
4: Yo, what's up, guys? It's your favorite actor here at Hollywood, Mark Schwann. I'm on set right now, and man, I'm really missing you guys. I wish I could be there for episode 200. And I still can't believe it, man. Four years. Four years in the making, and this episode is. And uh, I can't make it. But I am very happy that you guys allowed me to be part of your journey. Uh, you know, Great talks about wrestling, of course, but formed strong, strong friendship. and yeah, I can't wait to be part of 200 more. So, love you guys. Enjoy.
1: So, there you are, Mark Schwan fan. Wondering where Hollywood is. He's on a set on an undisclosed location. He couldn't even tell me. But I'm assuming he'll let us know all about it when he can on the current project he's working on. But big shout out to Mark Schwann. He's missed here in studio. Hopefully, have him back soon. And he mentioned it earlier in that voicemail, our journey. Wrapping up episode 200 here. Just mentioned a bunch of people dialed it up, left us voicemails, congratulating us on episode 200. And it's just, what a ride it's been. 200 episodes. We've met a lot of people. Some people came and went. Some people stuck around. We wouldn't be here right now where we are today if it wasn't for those people who had a small part in this show. So thank you very much to anybody. If you listened to the show, if you shared our stuff or commented on our social medias, if you were brave enough to step into the hot seat during our co-host search, if you stepped out of your comfort zone and joined us as a guest host on this show, whether you dial it up 619-343-3005, whether you called in to play some games. We used to have people call in and play games, we'd give away t-shirts. One thing, we won a big prize, Green Man gave away tickets to some big indie show here. That kid blew his mind, he loved it. Yeah, so it's been a lot of great people. It's been a wild, fun four years, 200 episodes. I'm looking forward to all the people we're going to meet in the next 100, the next year. And uh, see where a shot of wrestling, a little show that could, evolves to next something that's been part of our show is our interviews. Next week, there won't be a show because Green Man has an exclusive interview with Ruthless Lala. He'll be releasing in its entirety next week. Ruthless Lala is a name I am not too familiar with. I first encountered her in BCW back in November. Didn't get a chance to talk to her because, you know, I had no voice at that time. But she's a name you'll be hearing a lot more of in the next 100 episodes. In the next coming year, Ruthless Lala's name is going to probably become national wink wink so i'm very excited to learn more about ruthless lala and then we're back the following week for episode 201 starting another 100 episode journey mark Schwann should be back in studio if he can survive bwf's once upon a time in the bronx just stays out of ace andrew's way i think he'll be okay back in studio episode 201 starting another chapter on this show so until then for anybody who's been a part of this show i have been your host at Michael J. Party until next time Party out Hey baby I hear the bell ring hip tosses and body slams Oh my And maybe you seem a bit Confused yeah baby But I got you pinned (laughs) Ha 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 But I don't know what to do When I see them with that golden case They're cashing it in Authority all in my face What is a man to do